In season four of Franchise Findings, we're gonna go through the 2022 data that we collected from franchise disclosure documents, FDDs, SBA franchise loans, franchise work conversations, and directly from franchisees themselves. So we'll give you an update on what franchises have emerged from the pandemic, like a phoenix, and which ones have really struggled and got hit hard during the, the COVID-19 pandemic. Stay tuned and don't forget to subscribe to our, our podcast as well as leave a review on Apple or Spotify. In today's video, I'm gonna be going through the largest holding company for franchise brands in the salon space. For those that are not familiar, that brand is called Regis Corporation. We're gonna go through some of their largest franchise brands that are operating in the United States understand how much each franchise is making, how much the owner makes, average unit volume, and to see if this is a business that you should start from the ground up and jump on board, maybe look to, to acquire an existing resale or stay on the sidelines. So stay tuned as we dig into the Regis Corp that has over 5,000 franchise locations throughout the United States. So those that are not familiar with the Regis Corp, they have various brands of hair salons throughout the world. It is the biggest company in the world by number of locations with 5,563 franchised, as well as 276 company-owned salons in 2021. It was founded over 100 years ago by Paul and Florence Coonan as Coonan Beauty Salon, and then renamed Regis in 1958 by their son Myron, who acquired the chain. It's still based in Minnesota. In the United States, Regis operates a few major brands, including Smart Style, which is principally located in Walmart stores, Supercuts, largely operated in strip malls, Cost Cutters, First Choice Hair Cutters, as well as Roosters Men's Grooming Center, also called just Roosters for short. Now, I did not know that much about the hair salon space going into it. I, I've looked at barbershop concepts in the past. I was impressed by how the barbers are usually part of the cost of goods sold. So if, if, they're, if you're doing business, you're paying the employees. If there's no customers in, you're not really paying the contractors, I should say, where most states they're operating as 1099 contractors. So it's part of the cost of service, cost of goods sold, as opposed to operating as employee, where if you have a fast food restaurant, you got to pay those employees no matter what. Um, it, despite maybe inclement weather and customers aren't coming in, you're still paying your employees where barbers oftentimes or, or at the salons, depending on the model, also depending on the labor laws per that state, they might be treated as independent contractors. So that's a little caveat with this industry. Depending on what state you are, there is flexibility in having contractors versus employees um, running and working and in, in providing services to the hair salon franchise that you might own. It's a highly fragmented market. The vast majority of hair salons in the United States are still independently owned and operated. So think about a stylist that was working at one uh, hair salon, build a book of business, and then opens up his or her own salon, non-franchised. So the influence of salon chains, both franchise and company owned, is continuing to grow in this market, but it's still very fragmented. There's 5,000 plus franchise locations in the United States with Regis Corp as well as some of their competitors, but there's many more independent hair salons throughout the United States. 
and they face strong competition. There's some great brands like Great Clips, also Fantastic Sam, Sport Clips, Ulta Beauty, and then the independent salons I mentioned, department stores located in shopping malls, hairdressing services, booth rentals, as well as blow dry bars. There's a good amount of competition in the space. And then remember, Regis Corporation is a, a holding company for franchise brands. They're making money selling franchises as well as from the royalty, providing the services to their franchisees, whether that's the brand product support, helping with hiring employees um, or those contractors. They are essentially selling franchises. They monetize it that way and serving their franchisees as if it was a, a client. So Regis Corp is in a tough situation right now with a lot of emerging franchise brands in the hair salon space that they have to compete against for prospective candidates to sign up for their franchise system. Major factors of competition in the hair care category are quality, consistency of the guest experience, convenience, location, and guess the last one, price. People are very conscious uh, about how much they're spending on their, their haircuts. It's not like everyone's super sensitive in terms of uh, pricing, but largely the middle class in the United States is sensitive if they're paying $18 for a children's haircut compared to $35 or $40. Across their brands, we'll jump in first with Supercuts. If you want to open one from zero, it's going to set you back $150K to $312,000. That includes the franchise fee, build out, and everything. Franchisees are, are making average revenue of 200K. Um, I don't like to see average unit volume, the, the average sales of a location to be lower than the midpoint investment. So say you're investing 250K, 270K, you're only making revenue of $200,000. Even if you're operating at a 20% profit margin, you're just bringing in $40,000 as the owner. So if you're just making $40,000 as the owner and you invested 250K plus, uh, it could take some years to get your money back. And especially if that margin's lower, 15%, 12%, could take you nine plus years to recoup your initial investment from a Supercuts franchise. It might be a better idea to acquire some existing stores for franchisees that are looking to get out of the brand. I wouldn't pay more than 100K though, unless the sales are high, 300, 400, 500K plus. Um, paying more than 150K, probably not gonna be worth it. Even 100K, probably not gonna be worth it. So definitely look for bargains. If you're looking to get into a Supercuts, look for buying an acquisition and acquiring a salon on the cheap for 50K, 75K. Over 250 Supercuts got wiped out during the COVID pandemic. Those 250 locations that close include corporate locations as well as franchise locations. They close a lot of their corporately owned and unoperated locations. The second franchise in this group, Cost Cutters, has pretty similar financials to their sister company, Supercuts, slightly higher AUV at $211,000. So pretty similar financials, could take you eight, nine, 10 years to recoup your capital if you're investing 250, 300K in the business. Uh, Roosters, though, does better with 50% better average sales compared to cost cutters as well as super cuts, 319,000. Initial investments higher, though. Um, so midpoints up at the 260K level. Same store sales across their brands are really declining. So drop in 2019, 33%, 4.4% 2020, and 0.4% in 2021. That is a big red flag. Usually franchise systems especially as you incorporate inflation into the picture, should be increasing high single digits, low double digits year over year in same store sales.
Also, you know, based on these factors that their franchisees aren't doing so well, Regis Corporation hasn't been in a strong financial position as they took on a lot of debt over the years and have had some issues in terms of repaying the debt and, and looking to restructure their debt facility. So franchisor, the parent company, Regis Corporation, has a lot of debt, probably not worth opening a new location. But I look to, to maybe get a bargain deal at the 50K level, 75K level um, for one of the, those salons um, if you're looking to enter into this space. Also, I encourage you to, to look at vettedbiz.com as we have all different types of, of hair salon franchise on our website. Last I checked, over 40 uh, hair salon concepts. So give us a look. And if you have any comments, um, if you're watching on YouTube, just leave in the comment section. If you're watching on your on your favorite podcast, just shoot me an email at patrick at vettedbiz.com. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. You can leave us a review if you enjoyed the podcast episode. If you hated the podcast episode, let us know what you thought as well as what future episodes you'd like to hear. Feel free also to drop me a line at patrick at vettedbiz.com and subscribe please to our YouTube channel, Business and Franchise Opportunities by Vetted Biz. This has been Franchise Findings Podcast. Thanks for listening.